The Donut Bag is brought to you by Penn Highway Marketplace, the marketplace for vintage goods, quality collectibles, and handmade crafts. It's where I get all my sports memorabilia. Go to facebook.com slash penhighway. That's facebook.com slash P-E-N-N-H-W-Y and mention I sent you. Yeah, so does anybody else have any questions for Joe before we uh, end today? Joe, so you're you have one year left on your contract. What? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yay! Um, I lost my headphones. Oh, here. It <laughs> <laughs> oh, makes it even better. <laughs> Let me just say that if the Steelers hustled as much as Tomlin did running away from that press conference, they probably would have won the game. What a what a oh. time! I, you know, I just I don't, you know, I was really I was watching the press conference and I was really surprised that that question came from Brooke Pryor of all people, because you would think that she would know better. I get that she's a reporter. I get it's her job, but there's also a time and a place, and that's you would most reporters who have been doing what she's been doing for so long and so well. No, that that's just not the time to do. Yeah, I think there's two schools of thought in there. I think there's a lot of people saying what you said. I'm fine mm-hmm. with what she did. If if they didn't, if that question was not asked, because everyone is asked is wondering that question. If that question was not asked, they would have said, "Oh, the media is soft. The media is not doing their job. They don't ask no. the hard questions." Now, from what I understand, that was like the second or third question in the whole press conference. Maybe you wait to ask that toward the end. Actually, but, it was the end. It literally oh, was. It, well, I will say it was the end of the press conference. It was the how we reenacted it was exactly how it happened, minus losing his headphones. But they literally they went through the whole press conference. It was very short, but they did go through the whole press. Maybe five or six questions. Uh, Bert Lawton okay. asked if there were any more questions, and then she even paused. Like I think that she knew she shouldn't ask it, but she. She went ahead and asked it anyway. I, he see, asked I, it, I have no problem with it. Dar- Darren, what did you think of the whole Brooks Ryder thing? No, I had no problem with it either. I mean, I, it's a question it, it, I really feel did need to be asked. And, and <clears throat> I guess people could look at it and say, well, you're just the media being jerks. But when you lose like that, and the season has now come to an end, your contract is only got one year left. It's a valid question. And it's a valid question after a loss. Right, it probably would be less valid had they won because they're going to continue to play, and who knows what's going to happen. But now it's a culmination again, right? It's over. The season's over. It's ended. You have one year left. It's a valid question. So I know Cam Hayward, <clears throat> in a nice way, in a Cam Hayward way, uh, didn't like the question uh, when asked. But uh, yeah, no, I thought it was a good question, and, and it was fine. Brooke, thumbs up to Brooke. Somebody had to ask it. And yeah. the thing about it is, <clears throat> you could argue what his reaction was. Was his reaction like? I'm just pissed off. We lost. I'm trying to concentrate on that. And you're asking this, so I'm gone. Or was his reaction just being pissy towards Brooke? Because, you know, it's a legitimate question. In a way, some people could read into it saying, we're doubting that you can do this job. And we're kind of hoping to hear what you have to say. So, yeah, you know, he missed a a prime opportunity to do that, though. Right. With his reaction. Like, I I was... I was I was surprised Brooke asked Brooke asked it when she did, but also surprised at his reaction. Like you could have taken you could have totally used that as an opportunity to 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 say, you know, what you want to, you know, exactly what you want to say, or 
you know, it's not under, you know, that's not the to topic right now. You know, some way of Mike Tomlin addressing it would have better than he did would have been the way to and, go. And he just, and in a he Mike just made Tomlin it way. And he, great. It, you're right. In, in, in a Mike Tomlin way. I mean, uh, the simple thing I could have seen him saying, which it's kind of surprised me why he walked off was I plan to be the coach next year. And then that's it. You know that. Move on. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The, yeah. the Eagles coach was asked the exact same question. Mike McCarthy of the Cowboys was asked the exact same question. You asked that of anybody that any coach that, that, that just ended their season that has a, 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 a contract thing. That's And all you say is, you know, I don't want to talk about that right now. Or, you know, I'm just thinking about our team or I'm thinking about the game or this isn't the right. time. For yeah, you could, yeah. There's a million ways you could have answered that. But for him to just walk out and it's like, and I've heard it's like, well, he doesn't like Brooke Pryor. Like, what does, what does Brooke Pryor do? Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, she doesn't like the media at all. The Alex, Steelers, though, they have an, a season-ending press conference. You know what I mean? They always have that. Like, yeah. in a couple days, they're going to have one of those. And that's right. that's generally, like, when you ask those kind of questions. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, get, I definitely get both sides. I get the Chaz. But I also know that, like, you know, just the hesitation and the fact that she waited to the very end. You know what I mean? Like, she had... She had, she did hesitate about it. I'm, I'm 99% sure. You know what I mean? Because it's, and you know, it's funny to bring up hesitation and I'm glad you did because I think, I think in a way he probably, I think anybody would, I think he hesitated in his mind a little bit. What do I say here? And he just said, you know what? Right. I'm just pissed. I'm done. So that tells me that all the stuff that's been coming down and, and he's been crapped on this year more than most. I think he's mm -hmm. heard it. I think he knows it. And I think he knows he's somewhat on the hot seat as far as at least the fan base is considered. Now we know how the Rooney's operate. As far as I know, he'll go in there tomorrow morning and sign a contract, you know, how, however it may be. And, and I think <clears throat> whatever that may be, but to me, it kind of kicked off what I think is going to be the days of our lives of off seasons for the Steelers. I mean, there is so much. And Joe, it's funny. Here we are a week later, we played a playoff game. And we're kind of back to where we were last week. There is a massive for us. It's a big quarterback controversy. Is Kenny Pickett number one? Should he be? Uh, probably. Is Mason? What if Mason Rudolph comes back? If he comes back, who knows? What if the free agency thing comes to light? What if they really are talking about bringing in Justin Fields? What if they do? And if you say that they're not, you haven't been paying attention to Omar Khan. You've had, and I think the other thing is the, the players talking, right? And yesterday was really interesting versus the last 24 hours, right? So yesterday, Najee Harris, once again, took a backhanded shot. That's a third time alone he's done that. Mm -hmm. We've heard Fryermuth. We've heard uh, Pickens do it. We've heard it from different ends. That's never happened before. And that's credit to Mike Tomlin. He's always ran a good locker room. And the thing about Tomlin is all these players want to play for him. And, hell, if I was blessed with enough talent, I'm sure I'd want to play for him too. I get that. But then <clears throat> you think, okay, yep, here we go. Players are saying it. Players agree with the fans. It's time. Then you have a bombshell, I consider it a bombshell today. T.J. Watt came out and said, in my negotiation, it's written that Mike Tomlin's the coach. Well, that changes everything. You want to remind me of, remind me of that scene in Hoosiers when they're about to vote the guy out, and Jimmy comes in and he goes, oh, I think it's about time I'm going to start playing ball again. They all cheer, and that one guy that plays the antagonist goes, I told you, since I got rid of that guy. And he goes, one thing, coach stays, I play. Well, T.J. Watt just dropped a Jimmy on all of us. Because mm -hmm. now that's going to bring up a whole new can of worms. Like, well, if Mike Tomlin goes, TJ Watt goes, oh, hold the, hold the bus. Right. So right. this, I mean, it's not even 48 hours, guys. We've got mm -hmm. a, 
We've got TJ Watt. We've got, holy crap. I mean, this is going to be interesting. It's a really drama hurt. filled. It's going to be a drama filled off season, but it's been a drama filled season for many of the things you just mentioned. Najee just flat out taking shots at people. Um, right. Minka, we heard take shots at people. TJ Watt. There was the yeah. There was the George Pickens thing. The Deontay thing. The Chuksakorafor thing. The uh, Minka and Deontay getting into a fight uh, at the Cleveland game. There's Robert so. There's, the, there's things every week that, that that I mean for us talking about the Steelers, it's wonderful because we have lots to talk about. But dang, this is a this is this is, like you said, it is a soap opera. It is the days of like sands through the hourglass. So are the Pittsburgh Steelers. My <laughs> right. God. Yeah, yeah, and, and then Kenny Pickett, you know, d- didn't even. Didn't even do media today. He didn't locker room. He's the captain. He's the captain of the team. The captain of the offense. And he's not out there talking to people. What the heck? And that's, and I think that's another, everything has like a, right. uh, One side of the fence or the other. I mean, some people could say, I don't blame Kenny. And they have a legitimate point on that. And like, to Mm -hmm. your point, team captain, whether you're pissed or not, you need to be there and, and need to say your goodbyes or need to speak. Yeah. Um, so obviously, not only is there the drama of who is it going to be, but the guy that it was supposed to be, well, he's not real happy right now. He's pretty pissed mm-hmm. off. You know, whether right. you believe it or not, yeah. he's pissed off. And today's an assignment. Oh, yeah. So, and what would he have to talk about? He hasn't played in, in three weeks, right? right. So it's Isn't like his spot longer the than, Yeah. His yep. spot on the depth chart. It's like, look at the depth. You can just hold it up like a scoreboard. Like, look, look at the depth chart. I'm still number one. I'm still number one. It's right. It says right here. It's like, like, well, like, right. you, up, like you like you did a good, good quiz in math or something like that. Your point earlier, right. Alex, you know, I mean, a good reporter, guess what they're going to ask Kenny Pickett about today? Mm-hmm. He didn't want to answer it. Exactly. Right. He didn't have yeah. an answer to give or B, he felt that the answer he did give could be damning to what he wants to do next year. So, mm-hmm. I have I cannot yeah. remember, <clears throat> and uh, I'm by no means the expert or know it all in this, but I cannot remember this much drama ever going mm-hmm. into an off season with with so many prominent positions. And mm-hmm. TJ Watt today just kind of kicked that into a higher gear. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, and- that is that is a bomb. That's a bomb when you say, "Yeah, I told him, I told him, T, Mike T has to be the coach." Like, whoa, whoa, right. yeah, so. Whoa. That's a shot across the bow. Um, yeah. And then know. there was something um, when when Ashley Leotis, I, I think she's um, uh, WTA, she, when she tweeted, you know, Mike Tomlin started to be asked about having a year left <laughs> on his contract and he walked away. Jerry Dulac quote tweets and then says, there was a reason. <laughs> who is who is basically buddies with Mr. Rooney. Oh, right. my God. Oh, my mm. God. And that's and, and that, you know. Just the behind the scenes goings on, and that's even like like Mark Mark Aboli put out a, a, a column today, and he's basically like, "You don't know the half of it." Those are the things that the reporters can talk about. And remember, it was Mark Caboli who who blew out the uh, the Kenny Pickett didn't want to be a backup thing. Mm-hmm, so there mm-hmm. are so many things that are going on that we don't even know about, and for Najee to say that. For Najee to just right. flat out say, you know, there are people that uh, that need to, we need more discipline, we need more roles and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. or, and then mm-hmm. and then apparently they asked Cam Hayward about it. He's like, I don't know what he's talking about. Like, wow, 
Well, there yeah, is, right. same, same thing happened to poor Broderick Jones. He kind of spoke his mind how he thought it was kind of weird how they were running drills, and Tomlin dismissed it, mm -hmm. called him like a big baby, a baby Huey mm -hmm. or whatever he called him, which I thought was mm -hmm. kind of funny. Um, and, you know, these are these are kids, Jones, Najee, saying, hey, we came from Georgia. We came from Alabama. They're mm -hmm. two, arguably the two most successful football programs over the last five years, ten years, whatever you want to say, and – they're just – they're not liking it. You know, Pat Fryermuth, again, I thought it was very telling. And he said, it seems like we've been playing the same three play or the same plays for the last three years. So, yeah. again, there's some validity there. It's not just fans, you know, out there thinking we know more than anybody or more than a coach. Mm -hmm. there, there are cracks and chinks in the armor that have never been there before on a Mike Tomlin team, regardless of a, uh Antonio Brown, you know, kind of incident or something like that. But – it's apparent, it's numerous, and, you know, I really feel like, again, you know, people, I think, tend to think, oh, well, we don't have to worry about until July. Guess what? you got draft day coming up here in about, you know, what, four months? Uh, and they're definitely going to want somebody or the focus to be back in that within the next, next three months. So right. it, there's a lot that's going to happen between now and April, a lot. I, um, yeah. <clears throat> I, I was on another uh, podcast, and – the first thing they said is, what the heck is going on in Pittsburgh? What is it? What is it with Tomlin and these these wide receivers? He always has problems with wide receivers, Antonio Brown and now uh, Pickens and now Deontay. And like, there's a whole bunch of wide receivers like and I'm like, it's like, is it him? Is it I'm like, or is it just how the league is? Or does Tomlin bring on this drama himself? I don't know. It kind of seems like there is a lot more drama in Pittsburgh than other teams. I mean, you know, maybe we're in, we're in the Steelers bubble. Maybe it seems that way, but it kind of seems like there is extra drama in Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's, it's so I think it's strong. because we're surrounded by it, right? Like we're covering it all the time. We're reading it all the time. You're like we don't read everything about the Dallas Cowboys. We don't read anything. I get your, I definitely get your point, but I think that that's why if we were reading about the Packers, if we were reading about the Eagles, I mean, they're going to look at the Eagles right now. Holy moly. You know what I mean? Yeah. But going back to what Nash said and, and what you said, Darren, about, you know, Alabama and Georgia being some of the most successful college programs, you know, in, in forever or whatever, like it's because they're disciplined. You know, and Naj obviously came to Pittsburgh and he had a totally different way of being coached. And it's not to say that Tomlin isn't a great coach. But, <laughs> you know, you have to look at the fact that, like, if people are questioning, you know, he's not the first player to question that the team, you know, to mention that the team is undisciplined. So it's like, what is he doing? You know, we've heard for years about Camp Cupcake and, you know, he's, He's a he's a he's a leader of men, but it seems like when it comes down to it, he's he's friends with these guys. You know what I mean? Like he's more of yeah. like a, a a chum level than maybe yeah. like a, a hard nosed disciplinarian. You know what I mean? Yeah, like no, I I think that's all really valid stuff too, Allison. And, and when you look at it, and it, I guess it's in a way not to sound snobbish, it's kind of new for us in Pittsburgh to a point or to a degree because. We, we normally associate this kind of chaos and crap happening with Cleveland or, or the Redskins right. or Miami or, or the Eagles. I mean, Kelsey wasted no time. He's done. He retired. Mm -hmm. that, tells you, that tells you there's a lot of problems in that locker room. Mm -hmm. um, but this has really come to such a fruition this year with all these problems that I think have been building up 
for a while. And um, yeah, you know, I, I've been a proponent of Tomlin being gone for a while now, more or less on his record, right? I mean, there's when you peel back the onion, it's not good. I mean, there's good on the, on the surface, not good in the playoffs. That's where it matters. But the drama is so heightened that we're almost, we're almost 28 minutes into this podcast and we have yet to talk about the game yesterday. Right. One minute. <laughs> right. One minute. I don't hear anybody talking about the game. Now I get the Buffalo news channels up here. They talked about the game, obviously. Mm-hmm, but I can yeah. kind of look at the disparity. I you got Buffalo talking about what they did well against the Steelers, how they're going to prepare for the Chiefs and Pittsburgh channels with, you know, not even talking about the game. Like, oh, by the way, we lost a playoff game yesterday, you know. Right. Um, you know, yeah. so and there was some goodness. I mean, the one good the one good takeaway is, and I Allison, I'm pretty sure you're right there with us. I think every one of us almost had them going five hundred in the division this year. They went five and one. Mm-hmm. That's pretty mm-hmm. impressive. Yeah. All kinds of things that did or didn't happen. I mean, whoever you want to give credit for, Tomlin, the players, whatever. Five and one in the best division of football, that's pretty damn good. But no yeah. one's really talking about that either. Because a lot of this stuff going on right now, and it's a lot. Once again, we had the giant debate, the giant Tomlin debate. Basically, if you're in Pittsburgh, there's, I don't know, half, maybe more over the P of the, of the population of the of Steelers fans that say, you know what? I'm tired of Tomlin. Get rid of him. Anybody outside of the Steelers. That's not a Steelers fan outside of Pittsburgh. They say, how dare you even think about getting rid of Mike Tomlin? He's never had a losing season. How stupid are you to even want to get rid of him? And so, and finally, some of the national people are like, yeah, but have you seen his playoff record? Like what good is, right. what good is going 10 and seven? If you just get bounced in the playoffs, the first first round every single year, and it's not even close. When you get what was that number? Like the last five playoff games, they got a score like sixty six to nothing in the first quarter or something like that. Mm-hmm. You're blown out as soon as as soon as the game starts. What does that tell you? What does that tell you when you're when you when you start horribly? That is on coaching. That is on preparation. That's five mm-hmm. playoff games in a row. They've given up thirty plus points. You know, three forty yeah. plus points. And there just, were so many like, turnovers, though. I mean, that's that's not on Tomlin. That's on that. That's on the players. You know what I mean? Like there were so many turnovers and you just can't come back from that when you turn the ball over and Josh Allen is your opponent. You know what I mean? You just can't oh, yeah, come back from that. The way that he was playing from the from the from their opening snap was phenomenal. And there wasn't any slowing that down. There just wasn't any slowing it down. To me, I don't know. You guys could agree or disagree. And, and just being around the sport for as long as I have played it. Uh, you know, I cover high school football on Fridays and have for a while. And I, I always feel like when you get to the later point of the season, when you see this many missed tackles, and it's not just the Steelers, you, you've seen it with the Eagles. I mean, if you watch that Eagles game, mm-hmm. I mean, oh my God, yeah. I, I really feel like missed tackles are a big representation of, I'm not just, sorry, I'm not into this. My passion's not there. When you get into the pro level, it's, I am on a contract year. I'm not gonna, you know, when they get, and that's mm-hmm. business and decision. It's obvious, it's obvious to me. There's a problem with the Eagles locker room, which is kind of hard to understand. I mean, that, they went to the Super Bowl last year, played pretty well in that Super Bowl, but something happened. Um, I'm not sure what. I don't know enough, no insight to say or comment on it. But in the same thing, I think is going on with the Steelers, and <clears throat> I, I just don't know. I mean, the DJ Watt thing it really intrigues me because what do they do, right? If if they are going to let Mike Tomlin walk, they're going to get rid of him. Somebody's got to be right there by TJ Watt saying, look, this is what we're going to do. 
Because if he's serious about what he said today and the way he See, said that's, it, that's that's ridiculous. I mean, TJ Watt probably has another what, maybe five six years. What the, what the, is Tomlin going to have to? Stay? I mean, at some point, he's not. You know, Tomlin right, is not yeah. going to be the coach anymore. It's like you know. But you say the TJ was like, listen, okay, yeah, Tomlin's not the guy, but we got someone else, and that someone else is. Who knows? You know, Mike Vrabel or something. You know, someone else he might like or something like that, or have mm-hmm. him involved. It's like mm-hmm. you know, uh, but um, it's just, it's just, it's just unbelievable. It's just you know, don't, don't, don't crap on us because we we're we're happy. We're we're not happy with ten and seven and in, in a first round playoff. It's not the goal. Isn't finishing over five hundred in the, in the regular season. The goal no. is winning a Super Bowl, and they're not even close. This team was not even close. Nobody thought of this team as a contender. It was a miracle. No. It was a miracle, and it was you could call it a, a good coaching job by Tomlin that he got him from seven and seven or or whatever whatever they were um to um to ten and seven. That was impressive to to finish strong. What was supposed to be three tough opponents, but my mm-hmm. goodness, he also dug that hole. He also created that problem. Right. Mm-hmm. Took sixteen mm-hmm. weeks to find a quarterback that worked with the team. You know, I, I mean, just uh, I, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things you can look back and poo poo on, but like you said, Joe, sand through the hourglass. The hourglass has been turned over, and yeah. uh, right, uh, maybe bigger than an hourglass at this point, but. The sand's running. Yeah. Uh, and I'm really curious to see what's going to transpire over the next few weeks and months because I think it's going to yeah. be a lot. You have some free agents out there. I think they're not a lot of big names, though. Probably the one that comes to mind would, would be uh, they're going to want to try to sign Killebrew. Uh, he, he looked pretty good. And, and Kevon Alexander uh, might be another guy. I, I mean, there's a list there. It's not <clears throat> daunting. I think Boykin's gone. I think mm-hmm. some other people are gone. I think they're, they're going to need a new punter. Uh, yeah, no question. I watched that Detroit Please. Lions and Rams game. Part of the reason that Rams and Lions game was so good is the punting was phenomenal. It, they mm-hmm. drove both teams down. The first thing I saw, and I, I tweeted that Joe, I'm sitting down, and they go to punt, and it's, it's the first thing I could see. Harvin punts that ball. That guy's on the 10. He's actually about the 9 hash mark. He had to run 11 yards up the field the ball. I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. I mean, it's not like I, – what was I expecting anyway, but – Harvin's got to go. They need a new center. Now the Eagles need mm-hmm. a new center. Uh, there's a lot that needs fixed uh, on a yeah, 10 and 7 yeah. team. Believe it or not. They're coaching staff. The, the, I th- in my opinion, a lot of the reason why they're so mediocre is because Tomlin's just stuck in his ways. And they're old. They're Wait, old me. ways. He's a very old-fashioned old guy fashioned. when it comes to you know to, to to schematics and it and it's like this is a young league we're seeing all these young coaches just you know ascend in the ranks and just and have these really great teams and it's because they're not stuck in the 1960s and 1970s or or that's, even the 80s you know what i mean they're not stuck in their old that's ways the, you know, the entire so organization is, is 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 considered old fashioned, and yes, well, yeah. stuck in their ways. And well, there's you know, it does start it, with Rooney for yeah, sure. Yeah, and there's there's yeah. there's two ways you could look at. It. It's like, oh, look at the stability. Look at the stability. It's like, yeah, but God, what does that mean much, when you can't win playoff games? How much has the like, league changed in the last five years? Let alone 10, 15 yeah. years. Far right. from me to criticize the Rooney's. I, I really can't justify too much of that but i'll say this uh since dan passed or since dan mm-hmm. started to decline yeah i don't know if art 
the third or whatever cares is he's not as involved. It just doesn't seem like it to me. He's not in touch. Mm-hmm. Dan really had his pulse on the team. And I think that's a big part of it because you're right. To me, it's a lot of complacency, Allison. I mean, they, you know, uh, 10 and seven, Hey, five, one division. Okay. Uh, but that's not enough to build on. You have a lot of problems uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and bringing him back, I think doesn't do those problems or is going to resolve those. These right. are the kind of problems where a new coach needs to be brought in. Fresh air, mm-hmm. new view, yeah. new way to approach practice, new way to approach mm-hmm. this, that, or the other thing. Because if I think the way they carry into next season, I, I, there's just so much right now. Uh, and yeah. obviously, players that don't believe in him, aren't buying into mm-hmm. it. And I don't know how you resell that. Um, right. Yeah. Don't... Yeah. So, and the so... offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator. In in my eyes, looking at the they the defense played horribly last night, and you can't. I mean, to start the game, they got better, whatever you know. what I mean, they slowed them down because it, it literally could have been like a sixty-five to three football game. You know what I mean? The way that the Bills were going at one point, but it's like you know their offensive coordinator. They're probably what they're going to do. What are they going to do? The normal Steelers thing, and they're going to retain Eddie Faulkner as the offensive coordinator oh, because god, they no. want. Oh god, no! And right. that's the question. That's do. the question. Okay, so let's let's go back here well well, let's go go backwards um today it was revealed that tomlin told the team that he's going to stay he's going to stay that you know because there were reports out there it's like well he's going to talk with his family and see how it goes like well yeah no crap we all talk to our families all right we all we that's i mean that's that's like saying you know that's like when i report it says um mike tomlin is going to drink liquids and breathe air that you know those you know those sources tell me you know obviously he's going to talk with him i'm sure he talks with his family every year about what you know his career and what's going on but here is the thing the he they they put that out there he put that out there with it with his agent just to say oh i don't know whether i'm going to come back or not what he's doing he's, he's leveraging either for more money or more power and that's where it gets interesting because basically you could say you could make the argument that keeping matt canada torpedoed this entire year it destroyed kenny pickett it destroyed the offense it created a lot of this drama because um, because Pickens and Deontay were so mad that they, they that they weren't getting the ball at all. Najee was mad too. Everybody was mad. They were they were tanking it. You can make the argument that my, Matt Canada destroyed this. Well, who decide who hired Matt Canada? We're not sure. We hear mm-hmm. I hear it was Tomlin or whatever. But that's the thing is who is going. That is maybe Tomlin's one of bit Thomas' biggest flaws is his coach. The coaches that he has suck. And yeah. who is he going to get? Whoever he gets as the offensive coordinator next is one of the biggest decisions of this entire team because that determines what's going to happen with the quarterbacks. And, you know, and and let's let's face it. It's not Terrell Austin that's, that's the defensive coordinator. It's Tomlin. The, the defense is, is not perfect. The defense is okay. It, it has it has some pluses, but there are a lot of minuses too. But whoever whoever gets to decide uh, between who is the off who is the offensive coordinator, I think there's a massive chess match going on potentially between Tomlin, Omar Khan, 
Rooney, who knows what's going on, but that, that might be what he's angling for is more power and not just more money. I'd be shocked if they didn't retain Faulkner only because that's what they do. That's what they do. Yeah, they do. Every every time we have questions around a coordinator, we're like, oh, they're going to go out and they're going to interview all these high quality guys. And there's going to be some really, you know, genius mind that, that they're going to bring in. And and no, they did. They, they don't. They just don't do that. They don't do that. They haven't done it since Todd Haley. And that was what? 20, 2012, 12 years yeah. ago. You know what I mean? And Todd so Haley like, was not an outside hire. He was the son of a longtime employee. A scout, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. But he wasn't. He wasn't working. He wasn't promoted from within. You know what I mean? That's that's all I mean about that. But it's yeah, that's a good point too. I hadn't thought about that. I had forgotten about. Uh, it's always someone. Yeah. It's always yeah. someone you know, or someone that some you know, somebody, mm -hmm. someone that knows, or something like that. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I get sick of these idiots too that sit there and say, "Oh well." you know, maybe you need to apply for the Steelers coaching job. You know, first of all, shut up. Okay. That's not what we're saying. We're not saying that we're better, but my suggestion is you're the ones that need to shut up because you're not mm -hmm. looking and seeing what we're seeing. A lot of the things that he has done don't make sense. A lot of these things are very questionable. Pat Myers, the offensive line coach was one of them. You know, Mike, you lose Mike Munchak, big, big loss. And everybody would agree that's offensive line has not been the same since he left. <clears throat> you brought in a guy that had been fired in Carolina who was getting Christian Mc, uh, McCaffrey killed. That offensive line was horrible. Who was fired from the Chargers because he was bad there. And you bring him in as the O-line when right now <clears throat> or at that time, that offensive line needed more attention than it ever had before. You had aging veterans. You had gaping holes. Uh, it's been the point of contention for many years until they finally drafted Broderick Jones this year, the first offensive lineman they drafted in over eight years. Uh, it's just – just things like that. And everybody was like, Pat Meyer, Pat Meyer, you know, I mean, right. I know you know, far be it for me to question the head coach in the NFL. Okay. But still, and, and look, the offensive line wasn't great. It wasn't until week 10 or 11 that they started maybe driving on the run game a little bit better. The pass protection, Kenny Pickett got his ass kicked, um, mm -hmm. which everybody, you know, yeah. I mean, came together a little bit better for Mason Rudolph, but towards the end, but mm -hmm. still, I mean, which was surprising considering that he's a pocket passer, right? Right. I thought yeah, that was kind of interesting. I mean, he doesn't just, run. Like Mason Rudolph doesn't really, he's not a runner. And I have you a know. feeling that's where it's going to go is they're going to just, they're going to keep Tomlin and justify it by basically cleaning house. Uh, I think, think there will be gone. Um, I hope so. Terrell Austin, which, you, uh, you know, who knows? I, I don't know if you can really fault Terrell Austin either because Tomlin's in charge of the defense. You're right, exactly. Alice. He's not a figurehead. He's from right here in Sharon, PA. Nice kid, successful guy, young mind. Probably one of the guys you might want to retain. He'll probably be gone. They'll clean house and put Tomlin on there and whatever. I, that's the way I have a feeling it's going to go. But it's been different with Omar Khan. You know, I said that too. If you haven't been paying attention to Omar Khan, he's kind of batshit crazy. You have no idea what he's right, yeah. like He's definitely tomorrow. outside the box. He is. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right now. They are, uh, uh, according to Spot Track, um, six point seven million over the cap. I've heard mm -hmm. they're fourteen million over the cap. Obviously, lots going to change. They could restructure. I, I heard if they restructure contracts, they could save forty million or whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. But there are so much going on, um, so many questions right now. Um, 
Am Hayward in 2024, his cap hit is 22 million. Mm -hmm. Um, Am Hayward is, paid. is uh, I can't say enough good things about him, but Mm -hmm. he does not at this point in his career, he shouldn't be pulling in 22 million. Um, no, no. It's And time why did they to. have him on the sideline a bunch last night? Like he's hurt. He's 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 basically been hurt all year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, why even then risk it, right? I just feel bad because he just. Go ahead, Allison. I'm sorry. Oh no, I just mean like it's. It seemed like you know the defense saw that. You know what I mean? Or I'm sorry, the uh, the offense saw that. Oh, Cam Hayward's not in the game. We're just gonna, you know, go to his and they score. So it's like, I don't know. It just seemed like. Whatever. No, I, I agree. And you, you've had Cam there for so long. It seems like you. it's been so long since you really got any help for him. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, right. it, I mean, I know they got a double team him anything, but I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it kind of goes back to the Steel Curtain days. How the hell do you stop that line? Or even those early mm-hmm. 90s, you had like Joel Steen and Brenston Buckner and, and Ray Seals, and they were very formidable. They, even the Cowboys had trouble. Uh, those 90s Cowboys teams had trouble stopping that Steeler defensive line. I mean, it was – it just seems like something that's just gone poorly drafted, un- un- unaddressed. I-, I don't know. And um, I feel bad because Cam Hayward's probably going to be on that other Mount Rushmore for me, like with Dermani Dawson, the greatest Steelers mm-hmm. to never win a championship and not necessarily their right. fault. Right. Uh, it's just mm-hmm. a guy like, mm-hmm. man, I would have given anything to see that guy have a Lombardi in his hand. Really. Would've. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, if yeah. they were structured, he could be around for another ten years. I mean, maybe there, maybe there's a chance. Uh, or or two or whatever. But I mean, I mean, he, uh, it's time to get him help. It's time for him to be. Right. I think he could be effective just in a not in a part time role, but but not just just less snaps or whatever. Um, no, maybe, if you think about it, though, he's only like what one year removed from ten and a half sacks. You know what I mean? The fact that like his his mm-hmm. his groin was falling off the bone or whatever. Exactly, you know what exactly. I mean? He's he's been dealing with that groin literally for for right. a, a year now. It's yeah. it's it's been little yeah. tears and then a big tear or whatever. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean that's just he is a warrior for even being out there at all. Um, right. This, yeah. This year with yeah. with all those injuries, but but yeah. Right. So right. you know what? And what if he decides? You know, to, to, to <laughs> hang it up. He, he very well could. What is he? Uh, thirty five now. Um, well. Yeah, and Joe, you and I have talked about this, and, I, and I'll, I'll do it again. I'll kind of say only part of this. I ran into Cam, Cam Hayward in my job this couple times this summer. I don't want to say where because I think he wants to keep that private, and I'll respect that. Uh, but I saw him as early as right after the 4th of July warming up, working out, and it was hotter than heck where we were. Um, and, and Connor joined him, right, um, his brother. Um, and, I mean, he was busting his butt. He brought his own tackling dummies to the place we were at, right? She brought him in in a big truck. He's out there hitting those things, and it's blazing hot, and it's just like he wants it so bad. You know, uh, he's, yeah, 35, Allison, you're right. But, I mean, there was no question in my mind watching that before we got to Latrobe that, man, this guy really wants it bad. And stuff like that that ticks me off. Like, just a guy like that, man, Yeah. It's yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame because that guy is it, not just not just on the field, off the field. I mean, you know, every year he's nominated for the Walter Payton Man of the Year. I really hope he mm-hmm. gets that this year. Um, he's just yeah. such a wonderful person. I just remember when it was the Tree of Life shooting, how he represented the um 
the the city so well right. and, and represented the team in the city and he's just he's just such a great Pittsburgher and a great great you know and he is the he's the last one of the quote unquote keeper of the flame he's the last one from those Troy Palomalo um mm-hmm. um Heinz Ward teams that you know that we we all acknowledge played a whole different way than they do now but God it is it's almost it's almost like he's a relic from a bygone era or something like that instead of the right, keeper of the yeah. flame. It's just sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna be no matter no matter what. It's kind of like the TJ Watt thing, right? Like they're saying, oh, you know, uh, Nick Nick Gerbig's gonna go in there, and I'm like, yeah, great. Nick Gerbig's gonna make an impact. He's not gonna make a TJ Watt impact. And it's not because he's not, mm-hmm. gonna, but TJ Watt is right. up here. Cam Hayward's up here. Chances are, next couple drafts they'll probably draft the defensive lineman. They'll be good, but Cam Hayward is that you know, Hall of Fame type good. So, yeah, it's mm-hmm. just, you know, you wish you could have seen the guy win a, tro- a, a Super Bowl. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. barring a miracle, I don't think it's going to happen. His stuff today was kind of hurt you, you know, he's, uh, or strikes, uh, uh, tugs your heartstrings. He says, my mind's there. No mm-hmm. problem with yeah. my heart, but my body. Right. You know, Kelsey said the same thing in his thing with the Eagles today. I and mean, he's been through a lot, a lot of surgeries, a lot of injuries at playing center for the Eagles all these years. So, these guys take a toll, man. It takes a toll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we all we all lose the father time. Father time is undefeated. Uh, Pretty much. Uh, yeah, but you know the other the other problem. You can blame me, Matt Canada, but Kenny Pickett took a big step backwards. And I heard it say it's like, well, he was mm-hmm. seven and two as a starter when he, when he played the full game. Yeah, nobody's looking at Kenny Pickett and say, "Oh yeah, he had a he had a good season." I, right. I you know, right. and when you say he's seven and two, to me, I think that speaks to one big problem, and I think probably why he kind of plays the way he does is he's scared to get hurt, and he gets hurt a lot. Dude's fragile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and that's another reason why it's like, well, what do we do at quarterback? Mason Rudolph's probably gone. He's going to give the whole organization the middle finger. No, I, I don't blame I think him one stay. bit. I think he'll Mitch stay. Trubisky's gone. They're going to have to pay him a lot of money. I, not a lot of money, not like starter money, but I think they're going to have to pay him very well and maybe even promise him like a true competition at quarterback. And I just feel like Tomlin is so, yes. you know, we invested this first round draft picking him. I, I you know, I don't know. I and just, that's the thing. That's really good stuff because that's the thing. Like, one of the things Joe could have put out there tonight is, what's your way too early prediction for next year? There's no way in hell. You could have six magic eight balls, okay? There's no way in hell with the way this team sits today that any of us could look at him and give him a legitimate 10 and 7 or 11 and 6 or 9 and 8, and here's why. I mean, Mm -hmm. the why is like, holy crap. And you're right. Right. That's so fascinating with the Mason Rudolph thing, Allison, because – if they say to him or whoever it is, whether it's Tomlin, new coach, whoever, they say to him, hey, you know what? We promise you have a legitimate shot at being QB1 next year. I think Joe's right. I think he stays. Now, if, if they're they like, say no, that. Our guy, if Kenny's our guy, I think he goes. But in Mitch, right. I hope somebody was rating outside with giant eagle totes and helped him pack today. But um, <laughs> heart. But um, it's, it's just there's so much out there right now. But, so but that's unknown. the thing. Mitch Trubisky next or in, in 2024, his cap hit is going to be $7.5 million, and that's about what he's going to be making. So you cut Mitch and you say, mm-hmm. hey, 
hey, hey, Mason, how about we give you a three-year, $24 million contract or something like that? He'd probably stay because it's like no team is going to say – no team – now, if 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 Mason Rudolph went on some magical run to the AFC Championship or something like that, then right. you might talk about him being a starter. But no team mm-hmm. is going to look at him and say, oh, yeah, that's going to be our starter. But they could totally say, it's like, yeah, that's a legit number two. That's a legit mm-hmm. guy we want as our backup. So, I mean, Mason Rudolph mm-hmm. made himself, you know, a, a backup quarterback role for, for the next 10 years, which is awesome. Great for him. Mm-hmm. But I think you could get him for that um, – for that, for you give you give him Mitch's money, maybe a little bit more, and and then see. I mean, Kenny Pickett's what? Uh, when is he? When is He's he? Thirty five. Well, when's Kenny Pickett's? Uh, when was he drafted? When is his? Because this will be this was year two. So so okay. So right. we'll be entering year three of of of, Ken, of the Kenny Pickett uh, on his rookie deal. Yeah, yeah, on his rookie right. deal. So yeah. so you could yeah. still do stuff like this. You could still have an expensive backup when you have a, a, right. a, a, this is a true. quarterback on a rookie deal. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna have they're gonna have to figure something out because Kenny Pickett hasn't played a full season yet. And that's yeah. the bottom line, right? We don't know what he's gonna look like in year three. He could come out and look like. And much improved from year one. You know what I mean? Like as a, you know what I mean? But we don't know. There, there's so many well, unknowns it, surrounding the key, the most key position in your organization. And that's what scares me. Watching what Jordan Love has done this season. Right. That that even makes me say, you can't throw Kenny Pickett out just yet. I mean, no, even even Josh Allen, you know what I mean? You know, there's a lot of like not I think everybody just expects first round quarterbacks to come Mm -hmm. into the league and just be and be phenomenal. And it just doesn't. Zach Wilson, what was the guy in the 49ers? Trey Lance. I mean, there are right. There are busts. I don't think Mm -hmm. it's fair yet to say Kenny's a bust, especially with all Mm -hmm. the sugar they went through this year. But man, next year or whatever. and, And I'm still. I think the big thing is, do they bring in a free agent quarterback? If they don't, then it's a totally different story. But if they do, oh boy. So yeah, I haven't looked at the know, list yet. But Justin I, Fields, Kirk Cousins. A... I think any, I think any option is out there. I think all options are on the table. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? Who knows what this new offensive coordinator is is, is going to want? But Justin Fields, though, he's not a free agent. You know no, you got you got to trade for him. You got to trade yeah. for him. Yeah. Like, what are yeah, you going to trade yeah. though? Uh, I could see, I could, I mean, this, the Steelers are, are uh, the 20th pick the first round. I don't want to trade a first round pick for, for I mean, him. No, no. Uh, tw- second was, round, uh, yeah, second no. round pick, maybe second, second round, third yeah. round, something like that. Yeah. I think the strong rumor right now is that the, that the, the, the Carolina Panthers are trying to trade back in and, you know, see what they can do because like, they don't have a first round right. pick, but who knows? I mean, it's, it's like I said, I can't remember the last season was the off season was kind of fun. Um, but this season, it's a mixture of how they can improve, but there's a lot that needs done in a short amount of time. I mean, it's already mm-hmm. January, already halfway through January. You know, that April right. is going to come a lot sooner. And I think Omar Khan's going to want, if there is a new coach or new coaches, he's going to want them in place as soon as he can get them in place to help evaluate talent and get this team built back up. So I think whatever's going to happen is going to happen fairly quick, maybe not next week. But I think mm-hmm. you can start doing stuff move after, like, say, middle February. They're going to start, mm-hmm. you know, mixing things up. It just <clears> hit <throat> me. I know who the next offensive coordinator is going to be. <laughs> Mike McCarthy. Oh, dudes, from, dudes from Penn Hills. 
He's a he's a local guy. We gotta get the local guy. And you know right, what? Now, did I miss something is... today? Did he get fired? Oh no, he's not fired yet. No, he hasn't fired. <laughs> well, I mean, it's gonna happen yeah, any minute. I mean, that's now. kind of what he hasn't <laughs> happening right now. Small, yeah. small yeah. things. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah he's still employed i forgot about that I mean, right, just, he is, like, yeah. yeah i mean that's you know yeah well, you're, I, think, you're thinking along the, the lines of the steelers though right because that's they either do a local guy or some guy with the same last name you know what i mean well, that's, like, that's a different story right because uh you look at the dallas cowboys and i thought i don't care for that much for jerry jones but what you said was right i'm a little bit embarrassed and a little bit shocked and i think everybody was i'm not shocked that the packers won but to put 45 up on a defense that was absolutely solid without their probably their second best player for most of the season. I mean, different story. Dallas has a lot going in the next year. That defense should be stellar. That should be a very mm-hmm. good team next year. They have um, a massive mental mental block. You think the Steelers have a problem with the with the playoffs? Um, oh yeah, well, the, the, the the Cowboys haven't been able to get out of the first round in what the last thirty years or whatever. The last time they had any playoff success, that was when they when um, Neil O'Donnell handled the damn Super Bowl to him. They won four playoff <laughs> games at home. Still not over that. No, yeah. me neither. I was going to say the same thing. I'm still yeah. not over the Super Bowl loss to the yeah. to the Cowboys. But, uh, so I mean, that's where I, I feel like I almost I wish we were in that position to have that kind of defense, and we we don't right now. There's so many injuries. There's so many holes. On the free agent list that you do see, a lot of it's defensive players. Um, you know, it's there's just a lot. Well, there's he, so much. Here's the here's the other big question. Okay, we've basically acknowledged, and everyone can acknowledge that two of the big problems and causes of drama were Deontay Johnson and George Pickens. Do you keep them? Deontay Johnson's making 16 million a year. I know you need wide receivers, but dang. <laughs> Yeah, like, is it worth the drama? And Pickens, Pickens came, Pickens flat out said it was the refs, the the, the refs are crooked, and the refs uh, cost the game. Like, yeah, this is, I think, what, 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 every time, every time, Najee and everybody's talking about it, you know, the, the, the drama and the, and the, and the bad players, he's definitely one of them. He's like, the, he's like ground zero, patient zero for the bad apples. Well, and if you watch it all, though, I mean, I remember going in the draft. I mean, that was a big knock on him. I mean, he was a he was a problem in Georgia. He'd been mm-hmm. reprimanded there many times. He that was a big thing, and, and that just I don't put that on Tomlin or the Steelers. It's just that's the kind of player he is. And you're right, Joe. Do you want to put up with that? Well, you put it on him for drafting him when everybody else avoided him. If you want right. to move up, yeah, if and... you want to move up from twentieth, he's a hell of an attractive piece. I mean, because right. all said and done, he he's the kind of guy that will change a game around. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So many questions. I think we need to look at the big picture. This is um <laughs> this is uh the the the, the Penguins 2017 Stanley Cup champion. This is the big picture. No, I mean when you look at overall, you you look at a team that was looked like it was gonna fall apart, but they came together, no inside linebackers. Playing a playoff game without TJ Watt and your third string quarterback, you can you if you put some black and cold glasses on, you could say this the season was somewhat a success. But I don't think anybody thinks that. I think I think it's the reason the major reason is a failure is because you don't know what the heck's going on on quarterback, and basically the the, the offense torpedoed the whole season. Your coach mm-hmm. just left the press conference. I mean, you don't know what's going right, on. Right? Yeah. 
You don't know what's going on with your offensive coordinators. You don't know what's going on with your quarterback. Now you have a, a linebacker that's a little pissed at Tomlin's being questioned. You don't know if your best defensive lineman is going to be back or not. I mean, there is a – it is. I, it's – you feel like, well, 10-7, and 5-1 in the best division of football, that's a lot to build on. And I think they're more at the bottom than they are at the top of that. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. Mm-hmm. You still have you're still in a division with Joe Burrow and um and Lamar Jackson. Um, I think I think I think the uh the Browns are going to the Browns got lucky. You got you got your little your little Joe Flacco, you know, run. You're still stuck with Deshaun Watson, you big dummies. Right. Mm-hmm. Probably the worst trip, one of the worst trades maybe in NFL history. I mean, you're you're talking Herschel Walker, Cowboys, Emmett Smith type thing right now. Um with that, but I'll say this, and I'm glad you went that way, Joe, because I, I think the Ravens are very good. Uh, I, I feel they're, yeah. they're they're my favorite to get to the Super Bowl, maybe even win it. Um, they have most of those guys back next year. Zay Flowers is really emerging as a great wide receiver. Um, where he dropped out a couple balls against the Steelers. Had he caught a few of those balls against the Steelers, we don't even make the playoffs, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yep. Browns were decimated. When you talk about our injuries, yeah. theirs were atrocious. And I feel despite the quarterback issue there, I think they could have made a further push in that without all that. That finally caught up with them this past weekend. They're going to be back. Uh, The Bengals, Burrow will be back, but the Bengals have about as many questions as we do. They have a lot of aging players. T. Higgins, they got to decide to to keep him. Now all those guys, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, now you got to pay all those guys. Now you're screwed. And and they have an awesome defensive coordinator. That dude's going to go somewhere else. That dude's going to become a head coach somewhere else. Yeah, might be the worst offensive line of football. Um, So I'm not as worried about them, but you better keep pace because I I think the Browns will do what they have to do. And even if the Browns bring in a guy like Justin Fields, I don't know what's going to open. Um, who knows? Who knows? Who knows what I, that's why I say, like, you think, well, 10 and 7, 5 and 1, that's a springboard. And I feel like they're more like just starting to climb the rungs of the ladder instead of mm-hmm. being out on the, the bouncy part. I just, I do. It's it, 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 the fun part. The Steelers right. are considered a joke <laughs> and an afterthought. And it's based, I mean, look who, look who the final four in the AFC is Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Um, CJ Stroud and Lamar Jackson for the premier <laughs> quarterbacks in the league and in, in the conference. That mm-hmm. is why the Steelers are considered a joke. I was, you know, when I was on this other podcast, they're like, you know, I said, Oh, maybe, maybe the Steelers will make a run. It's like, you got Mason Rudolph. I mean, we're a joke right. until, until yeah. we have a legit yep. quarterback or we're, we're nothing. We're nothing. In this isn't the Ravens with Trent Dilfer anymore. You know what Thank I mean? We can't, yeah. like, we can't just yeah. rely on our defense to win all the games and, you know, just have, you know, an okay quarterback. It's not the, the, not the Who did the Buccaneers have an 0-2? What was his name? Um, uh, Sean Johnson? King. No, no, no. It was number Brad four Johnson? Two. Not Brad, Brad Johnson. Yep. Brad oh, yeah, Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Um, but look at <clears throat> conservatively, right? You look at the um, contrarily, right? The Sopranos. Contrarily. <laughs> oh, oh! Uh, on the NFC side of things, you have you have yeah. Oh, you have a look, look, here we go, Tony. Um, oh, nice. I like it. The NFC quarterback. You, you have an undrafted quarterback that's the 49ers who's, who's leading the way. You have Jordan Love, who everybody, including Packers fans, was hating on until uh, midway through this year, and they're like, "Oh, wait a minute, maybe he's good." Jared Goff, who you know, who's now emerged as a pretty good quarterback, laughed at for years. And Baker Mayfield. Yes, those true. are your power, yeah. final four quarterbacks in the NFC. 
Yeah. So, yeah. And we can't even get out of our own way. Darren, right. we didn't even talk about how you were physically at the at the game, <laughs> and what what how cool was that? Now, how was that like uh, normal games? Uh, this 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 uh, Steelers Bills game. How was it like different than other games? Besides, you know, <laughs> ten feet of snow on top of you. I just felt like you know, I mean, it it was a playoff game. It had the playoff atmosphere, and you just. The Bills just kind of seemed like they had the energy. Obviously, they're at home. And, I mean, the Steelers were – it almost felt like, they're well, we're here to do the best that we can. Um, and mm. it just kind of showed up that way on the field and, and the way it looked and, you know, um, and everything else. It just um, – I don't know. It, it seemed like they were limping into this, and in, in some cases they were. So, you know, I, I, that's kind of the vibe that I think a lot of us got. You know, it was like, well, we gave it a shot. We were 10-point dogs for a reason. Uh, big reason is TJ Watt not being in there. Would TJ Watt have made a difference? Yeah. Uh, enough of a difference to win? Probably not. You know, just, I mean, the field position thing. I'm not trying to harp on Harvin. By the way, don't yeah. ever draft a punter again. Uh, no. You can't give the Buffalo Bills that kind of a thing. Uh, you just can't. Um, the snowball thing, I, I don't know why people were getting upset about that. Let me tell you something. There's like 50 feet of snow. The snow had to go somewhere. You know, unless they were going to start winging it at press boxes or each other, it had to go somewhere. So, yeah. uh, and it was more like, I didn't see, it didn't look like it was like, you know, oh, I'm going to try to hit race Mason Rudolph. It was more like casually, you know, happy, you know, uh, LeBron James. There's been, know, kind of there's been a lot yeah. more um, snowball problems in previous oh. games and previous years. Yeah. 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 So, uh, no to that. And I just, you know, that, that's the kind of thing. I mean, they got back into it. Um, the Steelers got pissed with the whole, when, with JPZ went down, um, uh, I, a lot mm -hmm. of, I mean, that, the, the sidelines really got emotional. Uh, it got heated. They were pissed. Uh, they that, felt that was, that was a cheap a shot. Hit. I do too. Yeah. It was, I, I think it's yeah. call, especially after getting it's to watch the, the Diggs drinking out of the, the water bottle on the sideline too. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where were there, I mean, there were so many bad calls in that game, but that was an obvious taunting. You know what I mean? Like, how is right. that not taunting right. 15 yards? Unsportsmanlike, yeah. um, whatever you want to call it. That's how is an that not point bad? Because the Bills fans that were there, obviously tons of them. Uh, everybody's in agreements there. Everybody's talking about it. How this year, more than most, I don't think there's ever been such inconsistent and downright awful officiating across the board yeah. not just than anyone's ever seen. I mean, just, oh, like no clue. No it's clue. Unbelievable. It's like unbelievable. game costing, you know, yeah. these, these are, these are yeah. just calls that are just like, oh, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. No, it does matter. There's it like, affects, like, games like the, won and lost the Dallas Detroit thing decisions. a few weeks ago. Right. And, they, and it almost, well, it almost happened again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did week, you see Saturday night? Uh, at Detroit when, right. when they checked in and they played the Stone Cold oh, Steve yeah, Austin. That was funny. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean that was yeah. That was that yeah, was Yeah, but the funny. Lions got screwed on something else though. Uh, it was it was a false start in neutral right. zone thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah thank you. Which yeah. which yeah, I mean e like like come on. How, that's something that we could you could easily fix. That's something that right. you can yeah, just see. That's not that's that. not a judgment call for God's sake. But mm -hmm. um, no, but no. let's hand it to the Steeler fans for showing up in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yeah. whenever whenever Muth 
caught a, a, a pass. You heard a lot. You it was very yeah, loud. Yeah, yeah. Moose. That is very impressive. Those fans were going moose. Oh really? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, it's like never Daryl Johnson is the same thing. Moose. I mean, Moose, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, but were there? I mean, I, I I've always heard that Bills fans were friendly. Was it was? Did they seem pretty oh. friendly, or were they setting each other on fire and breaking through breaking through tables? They, the only harm they ever do is in themselves. I mean, I remember you know <laughs> classic, and I mean they were just so much fun. I mean we're you know Sabers, you know Sabers Penguins and. Uh, I mean, it was fun then. I mean, it, it's always that way with the Bills. I mean, I, I think they're probably. I mean, obviously, I'll be a homer. I, I love our fan base, but they're right up there, if not one point five, you know, one point two, whatever you want to say. Uh, they're just mm-hmm. nice. They're hospitable. They're not jerks. Uh, it's not right. sorry. It's not Philadelphia. Uh, it's just you know, really it's not Cleveland. Good, yeah, good people. So, and oh. I mean, I think. They were all happy. They were getting Kansas City, you know, back. They're getting a home game against Kansas City, and they'll be oh, ready. Oh, mm, oh, Taylor yeah. Swift is coming to Buffalo, baby. <laughs> oh boy. Yes, oh, Pat Mahomes in his first road playoff game. Oh, we must protect our precious, precious baby angel Mahomes. Uh, you know, oh, I'm so sick of his. You know, and I, a Bills fan was saying this yesterday. And I thought it was a great point. You know, Allen got decked a couple times and even decked a couple times this year and, and nothing, you know, like he, he got hit mm-hmm. really hard there. Um, I think it was Nick Irving that planted him. He got right back up and, and you could have questioned it being roughing the pass. He got up. He didn't say a thing to the officials. Mahomes is sitting mm-hmm. there the minute he gets touched. And that's not yeah. a, it's not a, a, a immature observation at all. It's a legitimate thing. He whines more than any quarterback I've ever seen in my life. I mean, he's mm-hmm. constantly in the official's ear on every single thing. And you saw how he acted when they lost to the Bills, Joe. And we kind of we went on a tangent about that for 10 minutes on your one podcast. I mean, yeah. for him to say what he said to Josh Allen, like he could have said, hey, good game. He yeah, said, and he was a whiny game. baby about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so everything's great up there. I will tell you this. If you are a Stiller fan in any capacity and you want to go up there for a Bills game, a Sabres game, go. Uh, and and it's you know what you can wear your stuff. Can't do that at the Flyers. No. Can't do that in Philadelphia. You nope. better not do it in the Meadowlands. Can't you can do it in Cleveland, but beware, right? Yeah. Uh, and Baltimore yeah. too. No, but yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo. Oh, hey, and We're gonna I'm glad you're here. Yeah, man. You know. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is a wonderful. It is a wonderful friendly passionate fan base and i've pissed all of them off in the 70 in the past 72 hours and i apologize for that <laughs> but hey I was, I was caught up in the game i was a little mad at the governor um yeah he like oh, seemed yeah. like the governor was gonna like shoot any Steeler fans that were that, that dared to come i don't know it kind of seemed like mm-hmm. kinda, but um but no no that it, it is a great area it's a great it's a it's a great fan base um and, and you know what Come on, there's you know there's a reason they were ten points, uh, you know, um, uh, favorite. Right. Even if TJ yeah. played, you know, it would they would have been maybe a little bit closer, but still they would have won. They were they were heavily favored. I mean that is that is a mm. true Super Bowl contender. They are you know they're 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 firing on all cylinders. So you know what are you gonna do? It's just mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, if and the defense a- held a grudge when when everybody was saying, oh, yeah. 
there's going to be a blizzard. Oh, the Steelers are going to win this game. You know what I mean? So the, the defense, to, you know. Well, they, I think it were... would have been. I think it would have been like, like, let's say, like the original forecast was like really heavy winds. And they didn't say anything about snow, just really heavy winds. And that would have really took taken out the, uh, the, any passing game or any passes. Yeah. And I think that would have benefited the Steelers. Well, 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 we saw that, you know, the Steelers couldn't even run because, you know, oh, God, I don't even want to get into the game plan. But yeah, but yeah right, so yeah, I, yeah. I think if it, if it was severe like wind or something like that or severe cold, I think that actually maybe would have benefited the Steelers. But oh, well. Yeah, I don't know. Just given how they stopped. Okay. Right. What's that? <laughs> if, his, if the wind was at his back, maybe Harvin's punts would have been worth a damn. Yeah, right. it would it would have been thirty two yards instead of third thirty one yards. That would be typical Steeler <laughs> thing, right? They would have played. He would have averaged seventy one yards a punt. They would have signed him to a five year deal. Right, right, yeah, right. Right, exactly. look, look, look at right after the game, like in the locker room, they would have. <laughs> they, would have they would have made him a new new offensive coordinator. <laughs> right, right. All right, man. All right, yeah. guys. This I. I feel better. I had I had a lot of things that get off my chest. I I no, went no, through. I feel worse. <laughs> I know this is just the beginning of this is like the first five minutes of of days of our lives when you know <laughs> when we just found out that you know somebody the devil the devil possessed someone and uh you know mm -hmm. the, the yeah there's, <laughs> like there's Marlena. Marlena, yeah, the devil. We all know that we all know that the devil puts us. The cruise of deception. Let's do that this summer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, this has been fun this year. Um, Joe, we've had a lot of good followers. Uh, Allison, I've had a lot of people comment uh, to me about you. I think um, they told me they started following you and Leanne because of the podcast and uh, mm -hmm. how refreshing it is to have, you know, women like you <clears throat> making a name for themselves and coming up with you know, great talking points. So, you know, kudos to you and the job you and Leanne have done this year too. It's been, been a lot of fun having you ladies with us each week. Just yeah, be careful what questions great. you ask the coach. That's all. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. And you know what? Thank yeah. You. And, and here we go. We're going to start a whole new year of off season. There is no off season. There is no, there's just no. You know, almost as much stuff talking about what's going to happen in the off season as, as, as it is uh, during the season. So it's, mm -hmm. we got, we got a lot more to go a whole new year. So uh, really looking forward to it. Steelers yeah. Super Bowl 2024. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Bye, guys. All right, guys. I'll see you. See you guys.